While they aren't going to end up playing for the purple and gold, James Harden and Damian Lillard's landing spots this offseason do have an impact on the Lakers' season. We're going to discuss why that is. Plus, the NBA released their first play-in tournament schedule. Who do the Lakers have to uh, beat to win some money? Let's break this all down. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, my favorite co-host in the entire world, Laker Dad. Dad, crazy stuff happening in the NBA. Lots of drama. And for once, it doesn't really involve a Laker player. However... It could impact the Lakers' future. James Harden, Anna, and Damian Lillard, of course, is what I'm talking about. Yeah, Hannah, it's pretty crazy what's going on. You know, as we know, for several years now, the players have been in control of their destiny to a large extent. Uh, You know, when Anthony Davis wanted to be traded, he forced his way out of New Orleans. When James Harden wanted out of Houston, he moped his way uh, to get out of Houston and there's a number of examples. Kevin Durant, you know, ended up wanting to get out of Brooklyn, as did Kyrie Irving. So, you know, the superstars really seem to be controlling their own destiny. But it looks like, at least for the moment, that the NBA may be kind of fighting back a little bit. Portland is not rolling over uh, with regard to uh, Damian Lillard. And he wants to go to Miami, reportedly. But apparently, the you know, Miami doesn't have a lot to offer in exchange for him. And Portland, so far, is just not willing to do it you know, just to appease Damian Lillard. And the same with James Harden. I mean, the James Harden situation is ugly beyond belief. Yesterday, he called Daryl Morey a liar, and he repeated it for emphasis. That's pretty shocking stuff. But we, we've seen this kind of gamesmanship from Harden in the past. He, he's kind of a mess. But, you know, um, right now, those team, those guys are still with their teams. Yeah, you know, this James Harden thing is really getting ugly. You know, obviously, like you said, he uh, called Daryl Morey a liar, but apparently, too, he said this is just the beginning on the war that he is going to unleash on the 76ers if they do not trade him. Of course, James Harden wants to go to the Clippers, Dad. Um, he's made that very apparent. And, you know, it's pretty crazy because I, I understand, you know, a player not being happy in their situation with their team, wanting to, you know, go to another team, requesting a trade. But I just think it's so much more respectful to do it in private versus causing this this huge uproar, you know, that, that James Harden really has. I mean, I think it's going to end up, Dad. I mean, things are getting so ugly. And James Harden, from everything I'm hearing to this morning, has said this is just the beginning of, you know, what he's going to do to make life very uncomfortable for the 76ers going into training camp. I think that means he will be getting traded. Um... I know his only destination that he really wants to go to, Dad, is the Clippers. So let's kind of talk a little bit about how that would actually impact the Lakers if James Harden does go to the Clippers. Well, you know, for Laker fans, let's face it, we don't like the Clippers. We don't like Clipper fans. And if James Harden goes to the Clippers... Uh, you know, it's unclear what the Clippers are going to have to give up. Uh, you know, if, if they steal Harden, in other words, they give up practically nothing for him, which is kind of what happened with Bradley Beal when he, went to, uh, when he went to Phoenix. But if the Clippers end up getting Harden for nothing, uh, you know, the Clippers are going to have four superstars on their team. Uh, that's pretty formidable. Now, again, uh, those guys are not all necessarily in their prime. 
And, you know, with Harden, what goes around comes around, and you've got the Russell Westbrook drama. So there's plenty of drama on the Clippers, you know, plus the fact that they so far have refused to give extensions to Kawhi Leonard or Paul George. But, you know, anything that impacts the Clippers is going to impact the Lakers. They are in the same conference as the Lakers. They're in the same division as the Lakers. And, um, you know, uh, if they get James Harden, it's just another obstacle the Lakers are really going to have to go through in order to get back to the Western Conference Finals and beyond. Yeah, you know, obviously it would be frustrating if James Harden does go to the Clippers because then, of course, it would make the Clippers this big super team, you know, having potentially four superstars on your team. However, Dad, as we've seen in the past, that it doesn't always work out, you know, and these are all guys who have big personalities. Uh, they're cocky guys. They're all guys who want to be the number one option. I don't think any of them are really able to uh, to bend and to be more of that, you know, team kind of role player. So it's going to be interesting to really see how that works out. Plus, Dad, I need to remind you, James Harden is not the player he was, you know, a few years ago. He is not the James Harden that, you know, when you're playing against him, you're like, oh my gosh, if we could just hold him to, you know, under 35 points a night, uh, he's going to absolutely kill us offensively. He's not that player anymore, Dad. You know, we've definitely seen his career take a little bit of a, a dive the last few years. But definitely, you know, if he goes to the Clippers, it's going to be frustrating because if for some annoying reason it does all work out and uh, the Lakers have to play them, like you said, they're in the same conference as them. It just it's never fun uh, to uh, to have to go up against them, obviously, for the battle of L.A. purposes. Yeah, uh, and remember, Harden, even in his prime, was never especially good in the playoffs. That's been one of the big knocks on him. As is, uh, you know, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, of course. Well, Kawhi Leonard, yes, he just is always injured by the playoffs. But Paul George, we all know playoff P is a real thing over here. Yeah, so let's talk about Damian Lillard for a moment now. So why, why does the Damian Lillard drama affect the Lakers? Well, I don't have any inside information, but the conventional wisdom that I'm hearing is that if Lillard is traded to Miami, which is apparently his only preferred destination, uh, then Christian Wood, who has been on the Lakers' radar, is likely to go to Miami. If Damian Lillard doesn't go to Miami, then Christian Wood is much more likely to come to the Lakers at that point. That's the conventional wisdom that I'm hearing. Now, the thing about that is a lot of Laker fans want Christian Wood, but a lot of Laker fans really don't want Christian Wood. They think it would be a disaster. Yeah, it's interesting because in regards to the fans' opinions on this Christian Wood situation, there really is no kind of split in the middle. Either you would love to have him or you think it would be an absolute disaster to get him. So personally for me, I mean – I kind of can lean both ways, and I, I understand both sides. When you look at him and his stats as a player, you think that would be a great addition to this team. Now, he's not quite the center. He's only 6'9", I believe, so he's more of a, you know, a power forward. So that still doesn't quite solve our you know, need for another big center. However, there are still a lot of you know, doubts in my mind as to why a guy whose stats are you know, over 17 points a game, I think 8 rebounds, something, you know, 70 rebounds, 70 uh, assists per game, why he is still out there on the market. You know, I mean, for me, that gives a lot of doubt and a lot of question marks. It makes me think that there must be something really, really bad behind the scenes um, because stat-wise, Dad, I mean, he looks like he would be a, a great pickup. Now, I know a lot of Laker fans would prefer that the Lakers go for a uh, Bismack Biombo. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his uh, last name right. I think they think that he would be a better uh, big for us or, of course, 
Colin Castleton uh, getting that 14th roster spot. But, you know, Dad, it's going to be definitely interesting because Christian Wood has really been tied to the Lakers. And it's very obvious that Damian Lillard's, you know, uh, destination really does play a big role on uh, where Christian ends up going. Yeah, at least that's what people are saying. And I think everybody's waiting to see. And that's probably why Christian Wood hasn't committed to any place or signed any place. I think a lot of dominoes are waiting to fall once it's determined where Damian Lillard and James Harden are going to be playing basketball this next season. I think once those two deals are done, there's going to be a final flurry of activity in the NBA before the preseason begins. Um, Hannah, should we talk a little bit about the play-in tournament? Yeah, you know, the uh, the full NBA schedule is supposed to be released later this week, but the Lakers have obviously given us a little taste as to uh, what this season is going to look like. Obviously, we know the Lakers will be in Denver for uh, their first game they come they play the Clippers I think in their their first home game as well so we know a first uh, few games but the NBA has actually implemented this new thing dad called the in-season tournament now this will have absolutely no reflection on you know the standings in the Western Conference if you win this tournament it will have absolutely you know no standings on you know um you know the playoff push or anything like that but it's kind of just like a little mini NBA championship in the middle of the season. So the Lakers schedule uh, is November 10th at the Phoenix Suns, November 14th versus the Memphis Grizzlies, November 17th at Portland Trailblazers, and November 21st versus the Utah Jazz. Now it's a little confusing right now because again, this is the first time the NBA has done this as to kind of how exactly, um, you know, the brackets kind of line up, but pretty much you're just really playing for money at this point because the the winner of these tournaments, these little mini tournaments, each player gets a $500,000 dad and the the losing team of that championship game also gets $200,000 and every player in who wins uh, the semifinals gets $100,000. So this is kind of something that the NBA has implemented to just kind of maybe spice things up in the middle of the season. But again, players are just really uh, playing for, for money here. But it's going to kind of be interesting because, again, first time the NBA has done this. Yeah, to be clear, Hannah, the games do count towards your record. Uh, it's just that if you win this little mini tournament, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win the championship at the end. But the games do count towards your record, which, of course, counts to making the playoffs and beyond. Um, I think a lot of people are asking why. Why now? Why are they doing this? I think the reason is pretty obvious, and it's also obvious from the fact that they're doing it in November and December. That's prime NFL football time of the year. I think the NBA, this is their way of trying to seize back a little attention from the NFL, uh, you know, so that so that people pay more attention to the NBA in November and December, and that not everybody is just completely 100% fixated on NFL football. So, um, you know, it'll be interesting. I mean, anything that's changed is, is kind of curious, and we'll see how it all plays out. You know, that's uh, a pretty difficult matchups the Lakers have with those first four games. But if they win those first four games, I think they then move on. You know, that, that leads to the quarterfinals and the semifinals and the finals. And, you know, we'll see how the Lakers do it. I'm sure the players, for ego's sake, and, of course, you know, a little bit of spending cash, 
are going to want to try to win. So. Oh, absolutely. You know, right now, all the NBA betting sites have the uh, the Boston Celtics dad as the number one favorites to win uh, this NBA in-season tournament. But also, uh, there are great odds, apparently, for the Denver Nuggets, obviously, who are fresh off the NBA championship, the Phoenix Suns, and also the, the Cleveland Cavaliers. So, you know, it's going to be interesting. I, I completely understand your reasoning why they're doing it in November. Prime football season. They want to keep those ratings high for the NBA. They want to keep fans, you know, excited. Uh, obviously, after a little bit of a drop-off, maybe starts to happen after, you know, the first month, six weeks of the season are kind of underway. So, listen, it's a, it's a new thing that they're implementing. There still are some question marks as to kind of how it all uh, is going to be formulated, but I'm excited about it. You know, a little change, a little friendly competition is good. I think it may be a nice little test for the Lakers to kind of see where they're at. Um, if they do well, I think it could, you know, really bode well for their future and their playoff run and, you know, potentially winning an NBA championship. So I think that's uh, going to be it, Dad, for this podcast. Thank you so much for uh, being the best co-host ever. Obviously, lots of drama right now, guys. A lot of things are going to start happening this next couple weeks because we're already midway through August. Laker Training Camp Media Day is going to be here before you know it, and then preseason, and then before you guys know it, the actual NBA season will be here. So I cannot wait. I miss basketball. I know you guys do too. But thank you all so much for uh, listening to this podcast. Let me know what you think is going to happen with this whole James Harden and Damian Lillard situation. You can tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik. And of course, you can also always message me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. Until next time, Laker Hand and Laker Dad are out. Bye, everyone.